the glory. Father, we ask that you open our eyes and our hearts this day in the name of Jesus. That everything poverty has inherited for us will bring it in the name of Jesus. At the end of the meeting today, the devil will no longer cheat us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, before going to the word, um, you see that this lectern is beautiful. Um, a family, um, the Lord used a family to give us this. Uh, uh, and they just sent the money, uh, everything. And we got it over the week. I pray that the Lord will give them a special gift in the name of Jesus. Where they're taking money, multiple folds we get back there in the name of Jesus. Yeah, thank you. So let's go uh, into the acts and arts of negotiation. Please, uh, when I'm rounding up, I'll ask how many people have questions so that you help me with my time. So let me know if you have questions so that we can take it together. The acts and arts of negotiation. Can we say that? The arts and arts of negotiation. Um, you know, we say Sorosuke a lot. Shari, so I, I, I do pass this Sorosuke generation. Although some people say I'm part of the generation, but I think um, uh, the earlier you start telling yourself the truth, the better. I've met people who are in their 60s say that they are youth at art. Yeah, there's no youth at art. You are, you are old. <laughs> so the earlier I tell myself the truth that I'm getting old. I mean, I'm going to be 40 next year. It's, it's scary when I'm when I remember when I see a lot of my mates, my friends, 48, 48, 48. You know, in those days, you think that ah, 48. So, ah, this guy, it's not clock 40. No, 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 no. I just remember my mother, ah, oh, he said, go to clock 40. <laughs> so, yeah, um, for you guys, uh, younger than me, um, I seem to be the oldest here. Yeah. Wow, you're making me look old, like <laughs> yes, um, we say sorrows, okay. And when we're, when we're discussing about this in the leadership meeting, uh, I thought about it that uh, I hope it will not be, I asked um, the non Yorubas among us, I hope um, if you say so, okay, um, it, won't, like, it won't be like we're being prejudiced towards a particular tribe. And he said that, no, 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 it's even a cliche, everybody knows the meaning of Soros, okay. Now, what, when we say in the, in the context of the youth, what's, what, what are we talking about when we say Soros, okay? Eh? Okay, so you people called some particular generation, well, that generation. That you people are sort of the generation. And I've discovered that a lot of Christians don't know how to speak out. A lot of Christians don't know how to negotiate. Because we leave, when we leave school, especially in, in fellowships, in churches, we've been trained to think, to humble ourselves. I'm not asking us to be proud. I'm not asking us to change our, our orientation at but we'll be trained to be humble. So that um, I, I remember one of my daughters, I was uh, normally what I do for my sons and daughters when they're going for their first interviews, especially fresh after school, I do give them a mock interview. Tell me about yourself, tell me about. So this lady, I knew the things she has done, I knew places she has worked, I knew the things, I mean, the, where she did her IT, I knew the things she did um, on campus, the leadership skills. And she, she wasn't mentioning all those things. I had to ask her, if I don't know you now, but you did this, you did this, you did this, you worked here. These are the things that you did when you were on your IT. He said, I don't want to sound like I'm boosting. Ah. This is not your joke. 
Do you understand? We've been, we don't want to, by the grace of God, the Lord is helping us to, you understand, we, we are humble uh, in that sense. And because we don't know how to market ourselves, someone else will come, the son of the other side, the son of someone who is not a child of God, will come, will blow, blast his own trumpet, and what? Will get a job. So I realized that um, some of us Christians, we need this lesson. So please turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 8, verse 19. I want, okay, just read any version. Just read it out. Romans chapter 8, verse 19. If you, are, if you have the new version, please go to TPT, the Passion Translation. There's that, a few things I want us to point out in that translation. Romans 8, 19. Read it out. For the earnest expectation yes. of creation waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. So the earnest expectation of creation, not human beings, creation, waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Who has TPT? Go to the partial translation. Just read for me. Anybody? You don't have it on, on you. Nobody has the version. Ah, okay, it's not it. 819, yes. Okay, let me read from here. But there are things I want to just, while it's loading, I'll read TPT and I'll ask you to um, look at some of the footnotes he put there. He said, the entire universe is standing on tiptoe yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. The entire universe is standing like this, waiting for you, waiting for you, waiting for you, waiting for you to be unveiled, waiting for you to be redeemed. Are you on TPT? There are a few notes there, just two notes. Yeah? The Greek word yes. means intense anticipation. No, that's the, the when the, the tiptoe, standing on tiptoe, right? Yes. Yes. The, mean, the Greek word is what? The Greek word used here means intense anticipation. Intense anti- anticipation. Like they are waiting intensely. With an outstretched leg. Gosh. The whole creation is doing like this for you and I. Go ahead, sir. There's another one of um, unveiling, that unveiling. The, or the manifestation of the sons of God. Yes. Interestingly, the Greek word used here for unveiling is the same as Revelation, Apocalypse. It's the same word for the full title of the last book of the Bible, Revelation. So, the, the, you know the meaning of Revelation? Review the things that are in the, in the last days. Now, that same word that the whole universe is standing on tiptoe with intense and Anticipation and stretching their leg, waiting for you to be revealed. That thing that is in you, that God has created with you, they are waiting for the unveiling. That writer in you, do you understand? That judge in you, that singer in you, the whole creation, the whole universe, not just human beings. We prayed about three weeks ago that the stones of the field will complete with us. You remember? You remember? The stones of the field, there are things eating. This, we are not alone in this, in this planet, you know that, of course. 
if, if anybody is telling you that it's only human beings on this planet, the person is the person is is, is a baby. The, the, the stones of the field, the whole universe, the whole creation is waiting for you to be revealed. On tiptoe. Then why are we not revealed? What is wrong with the sons and daughters of God? Why is it that the sons of the devil seem to be the ones ruling? How come that the devil seems to be able to take care of his child? More than God. Can the devil take care of his child more than God can take care of his child? So how come? What has been shutting our mouths? That is what we're going to look at today. And I will look, we'll look at um, two, two, two scriptures. Matthew chapter 20 is a long read, so please open that. And then the story of Nehemiah, the negotiation skills of Nehemiah. I don't think we're we'll going to get there today, but wherever we get to today, uh, we'll stop and continue next week. Uh, so, Matthew chapter 20 is a very long read. Before we go there, I put here, I put here that culture at times beats people into submission because of the kind of culture we are in. Because of the way we've been raised, because of the environment some of us have been, it beats us into submission. It beats us into, don't talk. And adding to the fact that in Nigeria, there are limited opportunities. So when you get to negotiation table on the job or on the contract, whatever you don't see people, you'll see. The day I realized that as desperate, me to have looked for a job before. You are not the only, if you are looking for a job yet, not be only you. All of us, we got job the breakfast. The day I realized that the employer is as desperate to get the talent as much as I am desperate to get the job. Ah, that was the day my, that was the day the, the camel, the, what did they say? It? Thank you, God bless you. She, she went to school. We face with this. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Like, they are their spirits. In fact, I was in the UK. I, I schooled in the UK. I did my master's in the UK. And um, after master's, I was working. But there was a particular uh, recruitment firm. They do come to UK and bring Nigerian companies to come and recruit Nigerians studying in the UK. You know the way we were looking for a job in Nigeria? You are the one that will go and be marketing yourself. In that place, Nigerian companies, they will come and be marketing themselves to us. Nigerian beauties versus Guinness. Guinness will be telling us that this is what we that for you, that they won't be for you. Nigerian beauties will say, no, no, join us. Those of us don't have this, don't have this. Ha! I people go and keep, you know, in my first application test, we were about 3,000. Yeah, I've not gotten a job before. I just finished this service. So, I didn't know, I didn't know how, I didn't know scores. I didn't know how people look for jobs. So uh, I finished this service, I think, uh, February or March, thereabouts. So the application test was end of March, thereabouts of April. I said, I will not go, Jerry. I want to rest. But I wait. I didn't know. I thought, I thought it was like youth service. How many of us were in the state capital? I said, I just want to be very We're like 3,000. <laughs> so people are looking for jobs. Ah! <laughs> but but you you know that was how that was what I thought. So we go to interviews defeat uh, a little bit of a defeatist 
mindset aside the Christian humility. But we go because there are limited opportunities. Ah, this one that I got uh, the interview. Ah, let me let me don't talk too much. Praise the Lord. So people are overly grateful for whatever opportunities they find. Now, poorer people tend to be worse at negotiation while negotiating. Why? Why do you think poorer people are tend to be bad negotiators? Because the mindset they have to be moderate, to not ask for too much, so they tend to limit their their asking. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, you are very rejected. Yes, yeah. One more. They have great answers. They said. Sense of inferiority. Sense of inferiority. Thank you very much. For every poverty link that you have, you will go to the end of See, every pattern of the bloodline that's been following you ever in your life, they will be broken to the end of See, we're going to be able to pray. You know, this is a presidential estate. We are not able to shout. From next week, we will pray. Trust me, we will pray. We will pray. We will pray. See, one of my friends was telling me about a particular program um, that ladies do have. So they like, ah, women they pray in that you see them pack their cars, successful women. People are praying, you know, I've told you before, you cannot be neutral. Success is not neutral. It's either you are for God or the devil. You cannot say I'm just a life is not like that. You cannot, there's no vacuum in life. It cannot be neutral. So the only thing we know, and God has given us uh, an heritage in this in this mission. What is it? What is our heritage? We will pray. We will do the paparazzi. We will do the physics. We will speak the English. We will pray. Hallelujah. So everything called poverty in your generation will end on you. Amen. There's a particular child of a of a rich man in Nigeria. He 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 bidded to buy Chevron uh, in one of the European countries. You remember Chevron? What what what's the country? I forgot the country. Chevron in that country. He wanted to buy, and the guy is just slightly younger than me. The guy will be in his forties now. But that this happened like five years ago. So he was in his thirties when he bidded to buy Chevron in a country. He didn't win that bid. But me, I looked at, I just went, I went to his name profile. His first job was the director of his father's company. As a fresh graduate, he left school. His first job was director. So I looked at this guy is used to maybe the kind of risk he was playing with. As a 25 year old boy, it was $1 million. Let me risk $1 million. So he has risked $5 million, $10 million. Let me do general. Do you understand? It's not just. It may be. It may be. It may belong to God, or I'm not sure. Maybe or maybe not. But let's let's support because of his background. He's used to risks. He's used to big money. He's used to exposing some of us. The day you make one million dollars, ah, this is what that we made. <laughs> let us let it just stay. Ah, do you understand my point? Poverty at times affects our act of negotiation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, and several researches have been found have, have found a, co- a correlation between poverty 
and poorer decision making and negotiation. Nurture, not nature, affects the way we see money. Maybe one of these days we'll, we'll talk about money, culture, and money. One of these days. Um, when I was preparing this, I just, that topic came into my heart. Uh, I think I've done something like that before, but we'll develop it and see. Nurture, you know the meaning of nurture? The way we've been raised, not our nature. Nurture, not nature, affects the way we see money and opportunities. The way we've been raised affects the way we... You know, people. some people are scared of two big opportunities. You, 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 you know, people are scared of, ah, I don't want to... Ah, I've seen someone before say, ah, don't let us buy unless you view so that people will not put eyes on us. That is not nature. That is nurture. Do, do, do you understand my point? Ah, don't do... Yeah. <laughs> and what are the kind of movies we were watching when we were younger? Those things affect us. That's why, see, I don't allow some things to get into my head. I don't even watch some movies again. It affects the way you think. You don't know. The, what are the movies you watch? You watch a movie whereby the guy was rich, now went to village to show that he was rich, then the witches of the village. Do you understand? That's the, those are the movies you've watched. Those are the, you've not watched movies whereby someone is taking a financial risk and broke through. Someone did this. Movies that will challenge you. I was telling someone that you may not have money to make your children travel, but you can expose your children by the kind of books they read, by the kind of movies they watch, by the kind of things they see. Expose their mind, let them be thinking. But when it is a Jaruma and how, what is this one that you people, do you understand? How someone collected someone's husband. If I had that Chrisland video, I didn't have the viewer to watch it. I can't even watch it because it will take me weeks to detoxify my mind. Oh, do you understand? So don't let the things that that fill our minds. Movies we watch, I think it was uh, Pastor Pompo, Pastor Kingsley Pompo, uh, that said that, was it him or maybe Pastor Pompo, imagine one of them, that um, whenever he goes to a movie with his wife, and I hope you know that pastors will do go to convey to their wives, uh, uh, so don't say, but I, sorry, this is a digression, I, I was on a WhatsApp group that someone shared the picture of that the boy kissing his wife, and they said, ha, how we kiss, I'm very sure they didn't kiss on the other, ah! Uh-huh. Is his wife right? So, 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 so you know, have, So he said, whenever they go to movies, and maybe you know, just a, a harmless talk in the movie or act in the movie, that whenever they get back home, he holds the one hand of his wife, and they pray together. Every negative thing that has, that we've seen in that movie, we flush it away by the grace of by the blood of Jesus, because you don't know the day to manifest, the day to match up. So the things we've been seeing as children affect the way we negotiate, the way we see life, the way we see money. And I put here that money itself and opportunities, they are neutral. It's what you do with money. Do you, you see people say, ah, I don't want to be too rich, oh. I don't want to have money. You know, uh, they, they used to, they, and we, 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 we back it up with scriptures. Uh, uh, what is this? I'm trying to not say it in Yoruba. Drive myself with peace. 
So let me say it to you, but let me translate it. Those of you that went to school. Uh, okay, they give me a lot of love Contentment with her, thank you very much. Yeah, she, she's, she's solid English. You know, if we like, taught us use of English, they didn't teach us English language. So. <laughs> we only use English. <laughs> contentment with, godliness with contentment is great, great, great. Yes, we should be contented. I'm not saying we shouldn't. But that, at times, that, that, those uh, mentalities are used to, to keep us from being unveiled. Some of us know that I am bigger than this. Some of you, you know I am better than this place I am. But the way maybe your parents were hurt, your mom may, may have been hurt uh, trying to look for money, then she puts that mindset in you. You understand? Ah. Hey, people that I, I remember, don't let me say this example, we are live on the internet. But, but, you understand? Because maybe the way they've been, they've, they may be, they've made mistakes and were hurt. They now make sure that they put you, and it's not their fault. Maybe that's the only reason why, I mean, the only way they could do it. But now you're an adult, and you're in this place. There is something bigger in you, that your background should not put your back on the ground. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, another thing that some of us, the reason why uh, uh, some of us don't negotiate or don't get unveiled is that we put the things God gives us, we put them above the giver. Let's look at the Israelites. The Bible says God gave them favor in the sight of the Egyptians when they were living. That whatever they ask the Egyptians for, they give. So they ask for vessels of gold or silver, and the Egyptians give them. Now, when they go to the wilderness, they didn't see Moses again. Moses went for 40 days. They don't know if he's dead or not. The same thing that God gave them, they submitted it and started worshiping it. Some of us, the reason why we've not, we've not um We've not been bigger than this is because we we take the we idolize the one that the stuff that God gives us rather than the owner of the stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So write this down. Make your resource worship your source. Make your resource worship your source. What does that mean? God gave me money. God gave me opportunities. God gave me a job. I will make that job worship the giver. I will make that money worship the giver. Make your resource worship your souls. And you know, as human beings, we naturally feel good. If someone loves us, more than the gift gives we give them. Do you understand? Now I don't know how it will be now if I give my daughter a toy and she likes that toy more than me. No, no. Aside, the, aside me feeling bad. How stupid will it be? Do you understand? That I gave you biscuits. <laughs> the one I gave you the biscuit. You not like the biscuits more than me. 
Is that not what we are doing with the little opportunities that God has shown us? Praise the Lord. Let's, let's move on. So I worship God with my tithes, then my profits will bow to my purpose. See, tithing is a, is a, is a form of, it's an act of worship. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about things like this very soon by the grace of God. Now, before we go into Matthew chapter, you know, we've not even started the, the scriptures. Okay, this is for young people. Please write this down. Young people, if you approach your future from an emotional perspective, if you approach your future from an emotional perspective rather than an intellectual perspective, you will stop yourself from what you ought to be. If you approach your future from an emotional perspective rather than an intellectual perspective, you will stop yourself from being what you ought to be. Now, what do I mean? Our cultures, our exposures in life, our experience are behind our emotions. That's what builds your emotions. So if you approach money, opportunities, uh, things that God gives you, if you approach it from the side of your emotions, rather than your intellectual, like if you, if, when, we're gonna, when we're talking about money, for instance, if you handle money with emotions, you always be broke. How do people handle money with emotions? Ah, you say you should come and hear this one is this one, this one. Ah, they call me from home. Hey, someone is going on the street. They need it. Hey, I see. Sorry, old ladies. Hey, shoe. Those old ladies, they don't buy shoes and clothes because they need it. They buy it just because it exists. Sorry, ladies. I'm not. <laughs> but yes, um, uh, jokes apart. Husbands, buy your wife's shoes. Am I right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So, get your emotions. Yes, now, at least we balance it. <laughs> get your emotions out of your money. Bring your mind into this. Take your emotions out of it. What is your mind? Your intent and intellect. The Bible says about the prodigal son, he said he came to after he had spent his money da, 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 and was eating with his son. He came to his senses. He came to his mind. He forgot emotions. Because you know, a lot of us, they pray, the kind of prayers we pray are emotional prayers. God, can't you see me like this? So ah, God, is this how you'll be looking at me? Do you understand? Command me. The Bible says, command me by the works of my hands. Are you asking God a question? Jack question. God, change me, say you did you see that I am. Oh, okay, okay, yes. So, God, God is already in 2030. You are seeing him in 2022. Change, did you see? When you are in my own opinion, thank God, God is not man. It's not that I'm wicked, but I mean, I'm just like, when this one is ready, angels, just, just guard him. Don't let car eat him. Just guard him. Let him, when he's ready, let him come and talk to us. Get your emotions out of these things. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So now let's look at, let's start, let's start. Uh, ah, wow, time is gone. Yeah. So renew your mind. Some of us have negative views about money, about opportunities, possibly because of the experience of our parents and our culture. Now let's look at the story of Joseph. We're going to read some specific verses. Genesis chapter 41. 
verse 14 to 16, and then we jump to some places. This, this was Joseph that came out of a prison to stop the van. How did he see what this guy, how this guy negotiated himself into the deal? Let's verse 14, Genesis 41, verse 14 to 16. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, yes, and he brought him hurriedly, shaved his hair, and, and mm-hmm. changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Yeah, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph. I have dreamed the dream, and there is none that can interpret it. Mm. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand it mm-hmm. and interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. Mm. God shall give Pharaoh an answer. Lesson number one. The guy came out of prison. We have heard your... Now, this is the balance of... I'm not saying you should, should be proud. Lesson number one. They said to guy, this guy, you can interpret any dream. What, what was his response? Said, not me. Not me. Not me. So learn to give return glories to God. God doesn't share his glory with man. Fact. God will never share his glory. No, it's not me. It's not me. But it is God that does that. Let's go to verse 28 quickly. So Pharaoh told him in the dream. Uh, verse 28, yeah. Verse 28. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh. Yeah. What God is about to do, he showed unto Pharaoh. 29. So Refer back to God. Don't worry, we'll, we'll look at this when we get to Nehemiah. We'll see a pattern. He referred again back to God. And now look at God, Yahweh, reveal something to a God, to a king that doesn't even know Yahweh. The king of Egypt, uh, the Pharaoh at that time, doesn't know that God of Israel, like, there was no evil Israel. The only people that worship Yahweh were the family of Joseph, his father and his brothers. Jacob, that's all. That's all. It was only there that worshipped Yahweh. But that God, Yahweh, showed a secret to a hidden king. God can use anybody for your promotion. Let's go to verse 33 to 36. Yeah. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and. So, when he has told him the, the meaning of the dream, uh, there will be famine, there will be plenty, there will be, you know the story. Now, what you they didn't ask him for this one. No. He told they asked him to come and interpret dream. He finished the interpretation, and that was the right. He said everything word for word. Verse 33. He didn't he didn't keep quiet. He didn't he didn't bend with that Read verse 2 so that we understand how it's going yeah? And for th- and for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh. Because it is because the thing is established by it's going to happen. That's why you saw it so I yeah, go ahead. And God will shortly bring Yes. That's the end of the interpretation. Verse 33. And therefore, let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise. Kai. Do, do you understand? He turned it, but he didn't say, Look for me. That's the. Yeah, go ahead. Let's read to 36. And sent him over the land of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up. See, the guy was writing his own job description. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. Mm-hmm. And let him gather all the food of those good years that mm-hmm. food, and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And let him keep food in the city. Mm-hmm. 36. And that food shall be for store to the, to the land against the seven years mm-hmm. of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt. So he has, he has gave, him, he gave him the interpretation of a dream. He put a strategy inside it. Solution. Do you understand? He put him. He put a solution. They didn't tell him. He, he could have just interpreted the dream and kept quiet. They would have rewarded him for interpreting dream correctly. 
And I don't know. If people have gotten a get out of jail card free, I mean, you will have been even grateful. At least I'm no longer in prison. I interpreted dream for free. But what? He went a little bit higher. We'll see it in Jeremiah. See, next week, you don't want to listen to it. He went a little bit far and negotiated. God gave him the interpretation. He negotiated his strategy into it. Verse 45, 45b. Just read 45 and 46. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name. Zafan, yeah. And he gave him to wife yeah. as soon as the daughter of the Potiphar, yeah. priest of on. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. And in the seventh plenty, he has the earth brought forth by. Okay, no, no. 45b. There's something I want to find in the, in the last verse of 45. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. Joseph immediately took. You know, if it was a. If it was a 2022 Christian. Uh, I don't want them to see. If you understand, Jacob, I mean, I mean, Joseph should have a, a low self-esteem because of what he has gone through. By nature, he should have a low self-esteem. When he was, his mouth was too sharp, talking about dream, his brothers sold, put him inside, inside the, the, the dry well, sold him to slavery. He was trying to do, do good. Again, in that place, they lied on him. He, went, he landed in jail. So all those things that he has gone through in life should have shut, up, shut his mouth. But immediately they said, oh, this is going to happen. What, what did he do? He went, he, he assumed the opportunity. He assumed relationship. He assumed responsibility. We said last week, remember, that whenever you transfer responsibility, you are transferring authority. He assumed responsibility immediately. They made you the leader. You, you make it, you, you, like I do tell my, my protégés, you get a job or you get a promotion. So you, you must make, in the first 30 days, you must make a mark. How will you do you understand that one? You get a promotion. Uh, oh gosh. Thank you. They make you, especially if you if it's like all this graduate training. I when I was in my, in my graduate training years, I just looked at it. Maybe it's the only speed I just don't like. Among all this, all of us now, about about five or six, supported to a manager. It is only one of us that they will promote to become the manager of these people. Am I right? They can't promote the five. It's only, it's only one of us that we. So I started, I started working towards being the head of these guys. And when they now promote you, that's it. That's what Christians. They promote you to become the head of your team. And you don't have, you're not ready. You don't have leadership skills to put carrots in one hand. They are your colleagues, they are your friends, they are the ones that will make your job easy. But let them also know that. Levels have changed. And you just, yeah, he said, ah, oh God said we should do this. Before you know it, these people will walk against you and one of them will die. Ah, do you understand my point? He took responsibility immediately. He could have, he, he could have stayed and said, uh, well, after all, I'm still, I'm still acclimatizing. I just left, I just left prison. Do you understand? I just got married. Should be in honeymoon. He took responsibility immediately. Let's wrap up. Uh, let's wrap up. Um, let's wrap up with Matthew chapter twenty. It's a long read. Someone should just read for us. Um, then we'll wrap up with this. I see God releasing strategies to you today in the name of Jesus. Those things that you have in your heart, those seeds that you've, you've, you've been nursing in your heart, receive the courage to put them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Matthew chapter 20. We'll wrap up now. 
For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, okay. which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. Mm. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Please, can you read the contemporary version? Because we don't understand that penny. Either TB, TBT or Nilibet translation. That's what? Yes. TBT. Yeah. This will help you understand the way heaven's kingdom operates. Yeah. There was there once was a wealthy landowner mm -hmm. who went out at daybreak to hire all the laborers to find to work in his vineyard. After agreeing to pay them the standard day's wage, he put them to work. Then at nine o'clock, what did he agree to pay them? The standard day's wage. Talk to me. What did he agree? The standard day's wage. Yes. Go ahead. Then at nine o'clock, as he was passing through the town square. He found others standing around the artwork. He told them, Come and work for me in my vineyard, mm. and I'll pay you a fair wage. What did he say we'll pay them? Fair. So the first people he had hired at 6 o'clock, what did he say we'll pay them? The standard, the daily rate. If it is 3,000 naira you earn per day, eh? come and work for me, I will pay you 3,000. He met people at 9 o'clock. He said, I will pay you what? What is fair? Go ahead, sir. So off they went to join the others. Mm -hmm. He did the same thing at noon and again at three o'clock, mm -hmm. making the same arrangement as he did with others. Mm -hmm. Hoping to finish his harvest that day, he went to the town square again at five o'clock mm -hmm. and found more who were idle. So he said to them, Why have you been here all day without work? Mm -hmm. Because no one hired us the answer. So he said to them, Then go to then go and join my crew mm -hmm. and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard went to his foreman and said, Call in all the laborers, mm. line them up, and pay them the same wages, starting with the most recent ones I hired and finishing with the ones I do work all day. Mm. Last night, when those hired late in the day came to be paid, they were given a full day's wage. Mm. And when those who had been hired first came to be paid, they were convinced that they would receive more. <laughs> but everyone was paid the standard wage. When they realized Sorry. what had happened... Sorry, let's just stop there. You know that he had the wage. Was the man wicked? Let's stop, let's stop. Let's stop. Was the man wicked? No, he is respecting the agreements. Did, did this do anything bad to the people that have started six o'clock? What was the agreement? Your full day wage. No emotions. Thank you. We didn't negotiate this. It was a part of our deal. When, when I used to read this letter, I used to, you know, there are some questions that you don't want to ask each other so that they don't think you're a devil's child. But I used to think that, ah, this guy is, how would Jesus be comparing kingdom of God with this, with this, uh, but look at it. The people that started working at six o'clock didn't have a good negotiation skills. The guy promised them a daily wage, and he paid them a daily wage. There are people on your job grid that are any more than you. Yeah, maybe for entry level, maybe it doesn't. But as you get experienced, eh, there are people that you'll be doing the same job, sitting on the same table. Some of them will be earning twice your salary. It's all about negotiation. Negotiation. Open your mouth and ask. Make research. What are they doing? What are they paying people? Okay, what? Why do you need this role? Go and make your research. I've been, I've been, I've conducted interviews before that. People don't even know what we do. And you get to what they tell you. 
I'm very sure he has prayed. If not, I should go no more with you. Did you understand? And he's a believer. He will, he will not be claiming that it is the absolute enemy. In fact, they, I can't be devil, though, but devil should be flogging some people. That, how, how this will be concerned me now? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're, we're wrapping up now. May the Lord give us both the insights and the foresight to properly negotiate in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, this, if there's any lesson you've learned today, if there's any lesson you've learned today, learn to open your mouth and ask. We're going to pray for the, for the, the spirit of our household challenges to leave us, number one. The, 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 the nurture, how we've been nurtured, how life has conditioned us. And it's not our fault. Our life has conditioned us to start seeing opportunities. Then we're going to open our mouth and begin to ask. I remember when I did my, my IT. I did my IT in Chevron. Maybe next week I'll tell you the story of why I won't got that IT. It was, it was 100% gone. But I just, I mean, I'm, I'm a very hungry person. When I'm somewhere, I'm just looking for opportunities. I just want to meet one of my supervisors. I want not even, I want to meet one of everybody I know that is, is supervisor. Who is there? I know my direct supervisor. Sir, please, in case there's any change, you know, that you want, you know, please, I don't mind going for it. I was just asking for three minutes because. And um, a training I got, uh, I wasn't supposed to be on that training, but I went on two trainings. It was like when I was about five years old in career, when I even graduated, that I knew that her. At that, at that time that I got, I, I became an ISO, ISO auditor, a certified ISO auditor, certified one and one auditor. I wasn't supposed to be an, I, I was supposed, I can't even be an auditor, because I don't have the experience, but I had the certificate. How did I get into the training? Ask. Open your mouth and ask. The worst case scenario, I don't know, a number of us are scared of no. The worst case scenario is that they will say, Abi, yes. if they say no, what has that removed from your body? It has not, in my, the way I look at it, if the guy says no, I'm, it will, I'm, not, I'm not worse than I, how I am. If he says no, I won't get it. Now that one has, I've not gotten it. So, why not ask? It's either a yes, or you know, so asking at least has given you 50% chance. Do you understand my point? Just open your mouth and ask. The parable of, the, of this uh, 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 of this guy that has a vineyard should teach us to negotiate. Open your mouth and negotiate. Open your mouth and negotiate. Think of the future. Foresight. Have an insight. Have a foresight. It's some of us. It's just for us to ask. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's be on our feet. We'll just say a word of prayer and then we'll close this service. I hope you've been blessed today. Yes, sir. I hope you've been blessed today. Yes, sir. I want us to pray every negative seed that is making me lose opportunities. Every negative seed from my background 
that is making me lose opportunities. I come against them in the name of Jesus. I uproot them to get over it, to get over it, to get over it. In the name of Jesus, I uproot every negative seed that is that in my operating in my background that is making me ask, that is making me miss opportunities, miss, miss, miss my time. Lord, I uproot them in the name of Jesus. I uproot them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I uproot them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's say in the name of Jesus, I receive the spirit of boldness. Come on, begin to pray. I receive the spirit of boldness to ask for what I deserve, to ask for what is duly mine. I receive the spirit of boldness. Every spirit of timidity, I come against you in the name of Jesus. Spirit of timidity, come against them, come against them. In the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of timidity. I come against the spirit that keeps quiet when I ought to talk. In the name of Jesus, every negative thoughts that, that makes me think I can't make it, I come against you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeah, See, I receive the strategy to walk into my open doors. I begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, I receive the strategy to walk into my open doors. In the name of Jesus, I receive the strategy to walk into my open doors. In the name of Jesus, I receive the strategy to walk into my open doors. In the name of Jesus, I receive the strategy to walk into my open doors. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Let's bring the offering basket. I want us to bring that offering and say, Lord, I worship you with my resources. My resources will bound to you as my source. Bring out your offering and begin to declare, my resource bounds to my source. My resource bounds to my source. I will no longer worship the things that God gives me. I do this as a sign of worship. We begin to pray, we begin to confess. We begin to confess. Those of us that are praying online, I want us to say that. I want us to decree that as, as, as we transfer our monies, as we drop our offerings. I worship you with my source, Lord. I worship you with my resource because you are my source. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, every, every, every spirit that is making man worship money will not, will not come on me in the name of Jesus because I acknowledge you as my source. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for an awesome time in your presence. Thank you for your word. Lord, we ask as we go this, this week, we win in the name of Jesus. I want to declare, say this week, I win. Come on, declare, say this week, I win. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be in the name of Jesus. As we leave this place and your presence will not depart from us in the name of Jesus. We sanctify our offering and our tithes. We say you will make a, a replenishment in our accounts in the name of Jesus. The remaining in our hands Lord, we will not use it to do anything evil in the name of Jesus. We will not use it to pay ransom in the name of Jesus. Lord, every devourer in our, in any family, in any household, in any cross, every devourer, I repeat them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, the fellowship of the Son, and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name.